Hello friends, Maurice Harker here. You are about to hear a gold nugget clip from the four seasons of a healthy and happy marriage workshop. I hope you are edified by what you hear today. Stay tuned after the clip. I have a special offer for you when it comes to taking the full workshop. So please, listen on after this episode. Talk to you later. When we are born, when we are growing into our young adult years, we are usually dependent on our parents. If you are old enough to have teenage children and young and or young adult children, we really, really, really want our sons and our daughters to be very independent, highly functional, and able to go long periods of times. We want our sons to be able to go a long time without a girlfriend. If, if necessary, we need our daughters. We want our daughters to be able to go a long time without a boyfriend in order for them to be ready for a relationship in a healthy way. So if you think about the diagram of the bridge, it's really important that each individual has their own uh, plans for the future, their own financial plan, if necessary, their own spiritual strength. In one of our sacred ceremonies in the temple, it is made very clear that each individual is supposed to have their own connection and loyalty to God without a husband or wife in between. Think about rock climbing for a second. If two people are going rock climbing together, if you're hoping to go through this world in a safe and healthy way, each climber through life needs to have their own rope attached to the rock at the top of the cliff, not just a rope tied to each other. When we watch rock climbing, if you see someone with only a rope tied to the other person, you would be very nervous, not only for them, but for the person the rope is tied to. Because what if either one of them starts to slip? They are both in danger. Contrary to popular belief, interdependent otherwise known as celestial relationships, is when two independent people are working side by side to create a relationship that edifies both. Let's contrast that with codependency. In codependency, think of two rock climbers who only have ropes tied to each other and neither one of them has a rope tied to the top of the cliff. Both in the relationship rely heavily on the other. Each can't function and be solid without the other person's contribution to his or her needs. And they start to fall apart, pull on each other, and collapse. My way of uh, defining whether or not a person is codependent is do they misbehave because of the other person not, quote unquote, meeting their needs? This might be a new definition for some people of what codependent, independent, interdependent means. There's an element of our church organizational history. There was a time in pioneer history when, as they were trying to create a new location to live in, like when they first started in Nauvoo, if people came in to the settlement looking forward to relying on other people taking care of them, that would be really messy. If each person that came into Nauvoo was looking forward to the saints who were already there taking care of them, who were already low on resources. Now, what made our cultures thrive 
is this mentality of industry, which is a very independent mindset. I'm going to add value. I'm going to build things. I'm going to grow gardens. I'm going to chop wood. I'm going to rake rocks. I'm going to help and I'm going to do my part and more. And they consecrated their time and talents, etc., to the benefit of the organization. The only time I've ever seen a relationship become healthy is when both people intentionally and strategically try to add more value than what they take out. Think of a bishop storehouse back then. You have to bring more to the bishop storehouse than you take out. Let's say you only know how to grow carrots, but you need some logs to build your cabin. So you would bring in more carrots than you need so that you can trade it for some logs. Okay. If you're really good at cutting logs, but not growing carrots, you would do the opposite. So if your relationship's going to be healthy, you have to put in more than you take out. And if you're not married yet, make sure the other person without talking to them already thinks this way. And if there's reoccurring conversations about unmet needs, then we're already in trouble. If you're pre-married and you're talking about unmet needs, that relationship is already in a death spiral. Just so you know, think back to the image of the bridge. If one side of the bridge is wobbly and it starts to have an impact on the other because it wasn't built solid enough, then if one collapsed, then automatically the other one collapses. Now imagine if both pillars are built so strong that if the slightest wiggle happens to the other one, this one stays solid. I'm solid whether you're wobbly or not. If you're having a bad day or a bad week or a bad year and you can't quote unquote meet my needs or be there for me, then the bridge can stay solid while one person's working through their personal issues. I'm going to be sad with you if someone told you before you got married that you marry someone so they will meet your needs. I am going to be sad and angry with you if someone told you the purpose of marriage is for someone else to take care of you. That is not found anywhere in the doctrine. I have studied the last 50 years of conference talks, and you will never find one that says, when you get married, you get to look forward to someone else taking care of you. It all talks about you trying to be there more for them, not about them being there for you. So if this has been your paradigm, if this has been the way you've approached a relationship, we've got to fix it really fast. Hello again. I hope while you were listening, you had some insights on how to improve your marriage. Now, for that special offer I mentioned earlier. I would like to offer a trade with you. I would like to give you financial credits towards taking the four seasons of a healthy and happy marriage workshop. In fact, I'm willing to pay for the whole thing for you to attend it. In exchange, I would ask three small things from you. First, click to follow the Memoirs of an LDS Therapist podcast. Second, Share this episode with your Facebook and or Instagram friends. And third, take a screenshot of that share and send it to fourseasonslcs at gmail.com. That's the number four, followed by S-E-A-S-O-N-S-L-C-S at gmail.com. Fourseasonslcs at gmail.com. For every 
podcast episode you screenshot and share, I will give you a $20 credit toward the next eight-week, four seasons of a Healthy and Happy Marriage workshop until you have enough credits to pay for the whole thing. How does that sound? $160 workshop for free. I look forward to meeting you and or your loved ones in the next Four Seasons Workshop. I teach those workshops live, so we will be able to talk directly about how to make things more glorious for you in your marriage or future marriage. See you soon. Thank you.